0: Hello and welcome to the Life Central Youth Podcast. It's so great to have you with us. Uh, I'm Dan, I'm the worship pastor here at Life Central Church, I'm one of the youth workers Uh, and it's so great to have you guys joining in and listening today. We are going to be talking about worship today and specifically uh, worship in lockdown whilst we're all at home and we're not congregating together that's what we're going to be talking about and I've got some wonderful friends uh, and people who I've led worship with in the past they were amazing worship leaders so uh, I'm going to introduce yourself and maybe just uh, quickly say hi so first we've got Bethan Funning hello we have Rebecca Scott hi guys and we have the (laughs) the wonderful alien which is Yanni Chiu (laughs)
1: I love
0: carrots, I- <laughs> Um Guys, it's so, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to, like I said, we're going to talk about worship. But briefly, uh, and I'm going to pick on people, I just wanted to, I want you to tell us briefly uh, where you are currently living, what church you are tuning into uh, at, the time, at this time, and how long have you been involved in a worship team? So Bethan, I'll start with you.
2: Cool. So I'm currently in sunny, sunny North Devon, which is where I'm originally from. Um, But that's because I had to come home from uni early because of the coronavirus. So usually I would go to Gas Street Church in Birmingham, and that's who I'm tuning into at the moment. Um, And I've been in that worship team for three years now, so since I started university. Um, But I've been leading worship since I was 14.
0: Wow, yeah, Gas Church, great church, and so you've gone all the way down to Devon from Birmingham uh, during this lockdown period. Yeah. Wow, okay, thank you. Uh, Rebecca, why don't you go?
3: Yeah, so I am from West London, I have lived in London all my life, so I'm fully born and bred Londoner. (laughs) Um, I attend Ealing Christian Centre, which is a massively diverse multicultural church in Ealing. Um, and a lot of you might know Sam Blake who is the worship director there so I work as Sam's assistant um, so I'm mostly responsible for the worship team um, and the youth choir that I run and I have been serving there for I think seven or eight years now so I've been doing it for quite a while and I've started leading in maybe the last three or four years Um, but yeah absolutely love it (laughs)
0: yeah and your church when they do meet together they meet in like a big like old is it like an old theatre or an old cinema
3: yeah so it's converted from a cinema in 1994 so before I was born um and yeah so it's a massive auditorium and it can hold I think a thousand people actually
0: wow I haven't had the privilege of going there but one day I'd love to see it uh, thanks Rebecca and then, I mean we all know Yanni but Yanni why don't you uh, tell us
1: <laughs> hey, so I'm Yanni, and I currently live in Hal Zorin, but many of you know I'm originally from Taiwan, so I actually started doing worship when I was in Taiwan, and I'm 20 now, so I started when I was 14, and I remember it just being like a, so such a random, like a youth connect group kind of thing, and then people were like, the youth pastor was asking us like, oh, so guys what do you want to do it was like the end of the session and then what do you want to do to like make a step up in how you want to serve Jesus and then everyone said how they want to do it and then I just couldn't think of anything and so there was just a like a random thought pops into my mind oh I'll join the worship band so I was like oh yeah I'll join the worship band (laughs) and I just I just said said it like that and I was like really shy at the time so I was like really nervous so I just sort of said it and I was like oh no I shouldn't have said that because I'm like there's no way I'm gonna be singing or playing my guitar on stage but that started like, yeah, that's how I started. And um, when, my, when I moved to England, when I was 17, I started doing worship maybe after three or four months after attending um, Life Central. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's how I started doing worship.
0: Great. And you've, like, you've been, uh, currently, you're on a gap year with Life Central, aren't you? You're studying worship. Um yeah, and so I want to move on. Next question. Okay, and I'm going to paint a scene for us all, okay? Picture the scene. It's a scene that we all really want to happen sooner rather than later. COVID-19 is well and truly behind us. Lockdown is finishing. And you are tasked with putting together a dream set of 3 songs. evil-like like, praise party. Or, or you've got the privilege of putting together the set for Limitless 2021 um what set do you pick What the set of three songs do you pick uh i'm gonna go for Bethan first
2: well this is a tough question it's a tough question i've gone um for Limitless 2021 which is going to be epic i'm so excited um okay so i think I don't want to be cheesy or obvious, but I think a big hitter during COVID-19 has been The Blessing. And I absolutely love that song. So I would just smash that out. I think that would be incredible at Limitless. I think people would be belting it from the top of their lungs and absolutely loving it. Um, And then of course, of course I would go for something like Let Go because I love the dance moves. And honestly guys, is it Limitless if we're not singing Let Go? Um, (laughs) And also I, I always get the words wrong in that song. and It brings a lot of joy to the rest of the band. Um, so just for the sake of their joy and you know laughter, I would do that. And then, oh, I was trying to think of a third song and it was a tough one, but um, some of you guys might know the song God of Revival by Bethel. Um, and I have absolutely been loving that song right now. And I just think that's such a powerful song. So, you know, if I was in charge, I would put those somewhere in the set list but I'm not <laughs> but yeah those no songs
0: hey I'm taking all of this into account I'm taking all, all of this into account we've got like a year and a half but like I am taking this uh, all into account um yeah for those of you who don't know uh, so the, the ongoing joke in the Limitless Festival band is when Bethan sang uh uh Limitless the female part in let go. Instead of saying the hideaway is calling me, she sang the hideaway is calling me. And what's the hideaway from? What's it from?
3: It's from Love Island, mate.
0: <laughs> so, oh, the hideaway, Love Island is calling me. We know where your heart is in the moment. Anyway, <laughs> um, cool. Next, I'm gonna go to uh, Rebecca.
3: I realize I probably shouldn't have said Love Island earlier. I don't watch that. Anyone that's listening, because it's it's yeah. We don't do those things here. Um, I'm really kidding. Um, So my three songs, I'm going to go for Church Praise Party. um, Because like I said earlier, my church is massively diverse. um, And they absolutely love Limitless. But I'm going for Church Party because I feel like that would happen first (laughs) after COVID. But I will go for my first song would be, it's a classic song I'm sure you all know, is Glorious Day. Um, absolutely love that. Our church kids love it, love jumping up and down to it. Um, It's the sort of song that I think everyone gets excited about. I mean, it's a story of how we've come to know Jesus and he saved us, right? Like from the darkness. Um, So yeah, that would be my first one. The second song would be Israel Houghton's In Jesus' Name. Um, That is, it's a long song, but it's so much fun. Our kids created some actions for it. um, And we have seen like 60 70 year olds doing the actions in the congregation Um, and people just love the song I love the message of that song if you haven't heard it please check it out Um, and my third one has got to be Surrounded I think it fits really well off the back of In Jesus Name and Bethan did an amazing job leading it last year at Limitless Festival Um, and yeah it's just it's just such a powerful song so I think that would be mine I do love many other songs but I will go for those three
0: Wow, there's some proper diversity. Israel Houghton, wow.
3: Mate, that's where it's at. That is where it's at.
0: <laughs> if anybody's listening, you don't know who Israel Houghton is, type his name into uh into YouTube or Spotify. They, oh, there's some proper bangers on there. Um right, okay. Next, Yanni, over to you.
1: Hey, so I am going for church praise party. I've written it down because I'm prone to forgetting things. <laughs> As I'm about to say it, I'm just like what was I going to say? <laughs> so the first one is a surprise, surprise, Shadow Step by Hillsong. And so for those of you who might not know the song, it's like, it's a really nice song. It's like gentle, just like spring. And the second song I'm going for is Lord Stand Revival by Hillsong Young and Free. And it's their one of their newest singles. And it's just like Lord Stand Revival is so good and the last song <laughs> would be um I'm struggling to s- decide between Pursue by Hillsong or Oceans by Hillsong I'm a big Hillsong fan maybe I don't know <laughs> and but basically Pursue is like a such a banger it's so long but it's so good and it's so personal and Oceans is just a big classic so I think at the end of the like a church praise party will we'll be able to like go go in really deep and go in really personal worship to god so that will be my set list
0: <laughs> yeah great and um i'm gonna tell you my three now okay my my uh if i'm going for um, like a praise party, maybe with our, uh, with the young people at our church or Limitless. I'm gonna have to start with Let Go. I think it's, I just feel like it's such an anthem. I feel like it's become an anthem uh, for Limitless as well. Uh, and the dance moves as well. We say ooh la la and we do the claps. Um, so I'll start with uh, Limitless. Uh, sorry, I'll start with Let Go. Um, and then I would go to Tremble. I love the song Tremble. Um, Oh, it's just, it's incredible. And then the third one, like Yanni, I'd go for the new Hillsong Young and Free tune, which is Lord Send Revival. And if any of you who are listening haven't heard the song Lord Send Revival, get onto Spotify. As soon as you've, uh, uh, as soon as you've finished listening to this, log on to YouTube, Apple Music or Spotify, type in Lord Send Revival by Young and Free. And it's so powerful. It's a long song, but it, it, it's it's incredible. Uh, it'll bless your socks off. Right. I'm going to move on to um, onto a, a question uh, now that we didn't originally plan to do next, but I'll come back to the other one. Um, so like m- many of us now, we're missing worshipping in a room with loads of other people. We've gone from worshipping in rooms or big auditoriums with live bands some of us have got lighting rigs and huge pa systems to worship in in our front rooms or bedrooms or uh maybe even in our kitchens and we're listening to worship through laptop speakers and tv speakers and it can be awkward because we've got our families around us or maybe we've got our cats and our dogs looking at us like we're a bit strange my question is does now that we're worshiping at home as opposed to being in a room with loads of other people First of all, does it, mean, does it make it less meaningful because we're worshipping at home? And second, like, what mindset should we approach when it comes to worshipping at home now that we're not with hundreds, hundreds of other people? Um, I, I'd, I'd love to go to Rebecca first and hear your thoughts on that.
3: Yeah, so for me, I don't think anything is lost when you're worshipping at home. I genuinely think it's more meaningful It's worship for an audience of one, which is what you try and do. I think it's sometimes harder to do that at church when you've got people watching you or you've got um, a congregation or an audience. It can sometimes feel more of a performance as opposed to worship. Whereas when you're at home in your own room, in your living room, wherever it is, um, I find I just find it a lot more personal. I can understand it might be a little bit harder because you're alone and you don't have anyone to feed off in terms of worship leading or co-leading, etc., Um, but I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to worship God from your home. Um, it's, yeah, I think it's a blessing in disguise.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a real challenge. And, um, something I'm finding is, oh, like I'm finding that maybe in the past when I came to church, I was so used to going through the traditions and the motions that, because everybody around me was doing the same thing. It was easy for me to worship as well. But now that I'm at home, I'm having to make a conscious decision to not care about the two people who are sat on the other sofa next to me (laughs) and and realize that it is a personal thing and they might be able to hear me more clearly than if I'm in the room with hundreds of of other people. Um, Yeah, I'm having to make more of a conscious effort. Um, uh, Bethan, can I ask you next?
2: Yeah, so I definitely think that for all of us, it's been an adjustment it definitely has been for me um but to answer the first part of the question it absolutely isn't less meaningful um it's the same god that is hearing us whether we have a lighting rig and electric guitars and we're right there with loads of other people um and it's the same god who's there in our living room um when my mum is trying to knit whilst we're like doing worship it's just a strange time um she does do that it's a true story um and I think for me, what I've really kind of had to do is make a conscious effort, like you were saying, Dan, to like just lose my inhibitions. Um, I think what's really helped me is just going, "Hey, I'm going to treat worship online or worship in my bedroom like I like I would treat worship in a in a big setting, and just absolutely go for it, and not really worry about what other people." A hearing. I think a lot of people in the house that I'm living in now have probably been like, why is she singing so loud in her room? Um, and some of you guys might not feel that comfortable doing that, but I think um, it is good just to be like, I'm just going to set this time aside. I'm going to just lose my inhibitions. I'm going to devote this time to God and I'm just going to go for it. Um, and it can feel a little bit strange, but actually the more you do it and the more you, you know, raise your hands and worship in the middle of your living room, the easier it gets to kind of adjust to that way of worship. Um
1: so I've been finding that really helpful.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. And Yanni, what about yourself?
1: Well I think worshipping at home just in front of the screen doesn't make it less meaningful and um from what we usually do at church, maybe a big loud band and lifting our hands, but I guess it traces back to the meaning of worshipping. The meaning of worshipping is like making a connection with God using your emotions. It's a a strange illustration, but it's kind of like petting your dog. You can't really talk to your dog, but, well, you can, but he or she doesn't talk back. So you always have to pet the dog and play with them to make a connection. And that's how you build a connection between you and your dog. And this is kind of like we as humans um, are making a connection with God through music so maybe you worship in a different way through dancing or through like different stuff or through poetry but we do it through music is because I think personally I think music induces the emotions in you and make you kind of like it kind of helps you to feel God more and but Sometimes you have to just do it yourself, even if you don't really have a loud live band with really good music in front of you. So I guess it's kind of like when you're starting to learn how to ride the bike and your dad's kind of like behind you, pushing you. So you're kind of like feeling it, but with your dad's help. So it's a a bit easier to ride on your own, but also with your dad pushing you. But eventually you got (laughs) to... do it without your dad pushing you and that's when you can really practice know how to kind of like build a connection with God so worshipping at home we don't really have the things that we used to have at church anymore it's just a screen and abandon the music but I found it like so different because little did I know that when I'm in the church in the mood, although I'm worshipping and I'm lifting my hand and I'm being like really free in my heart, but actually sometimes I don't think about God when I'm worshipping. I'm just listening to the music. I'm feeling good, but it's really made me like, feel God and build a connection with God and speak to God and I think loads of people might be saying well although it's awkward at home just in front of the screen or maybe you're with someone who who's not your family like I live with my host family so I I don't behave like I'm around my mum and dad so like if I'm around my mum and dad they know me so I can just even jump around in front of the screen and they won't be <laughs> they won't have any problem with it but I found a different way of worshipping, which is kind of like sitting there and thinking and just singing gently, not like belting out my voice, but just singing gently and saying things to God. So it's kind of different. And I guess maybe some people would say, well, maybe you have to be more courageous and just like worship like you how you would worship at church anyway and don't care about what the people think and I think that's true but maybe sometimes because it's in a different atmosphere and different conditions so you worship differently and so that's kind of like my thought on that.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I'm finding that I'm having to make a proper conscious decision when I'm tuning into my church's live stream or if um. Uh, Tuning into it on demand. I'm i to find. I'm. I'm making a conscious decision to change from spectator to uh, spectating to participating, um, because we we all crave human connection and there's something about when you're in an auditorium or a room and there's someone on stage saying we're going to go into a time of worship or the worship leaders on the platform and they're saying come on everybody let in, let's lift our hands because there's that human connection there we find it easier to be led or to enter into that time of worship now that we're at home what's the like like i can get sit at home and in the summer i'll watch glastonbury but I won't actually feel like I'm there, and I won't fully get involved. I'll spectate Glastonbury uh, whilst other people who are actually there are participating. Yet on a Sunday morning, I've, we've got to get out of that mindset and realise that we're not spectating church. We're not spectating the time of worship. We're we're supposed to participate in that. And I think it's it's a it's it's okay for us to admit that it can be hard. When it comes to worshiping at home, because it's not the same as everything that we've been used to. But touching on what Re- Rebecca said, I do think it it can make it more meaningful. Choosing to step out and to worship at home um, can make it more meaningful because we definitely do know when it comes to when it comes to worship, we are making a conscious decision not to just go through the motions, but to worship God because we know that we're called to. In that moment, and I want to, um, I want to ask. It's so we, there are so many distractions now that we're at home, and how can we get rid of those distractions when it comes to a time of worship? We have some rules in church uh, about not being on your phones or not talking through it all. Do those same rules uh, apply? Uh, when you're at home what are your thoughts um, and again I'm going to go to Bethan first
2: so I, I think it's, it's really really difficult because as you were saying there's just so much there's so much distraction and also you feel really comfortable in your home and so there's more of a temptation to just kind of treat it like you're just watching the telly and um, my situation is interesting because I live with two non-Christians as well as my mum um and so that's very interesting because they're kind of walking in and out and you know they have been coming to church which has been really cool and they've been watching but like not necessarily engaging Um, so the way that I've kind of decided to kind of deal with those distractions is to kind of just make some some pretty strict guidelines for myself and that's not to say that it's regimented and it doesn't have to be fun but I do like put my phone away whilst I'm watching church um as if the preacher is standing in front of me and I don't want to be rude and have my phone out and I also have had a conversation um thankfully I'm in a comfortable situation where I can do this but I've had a conversation with my mum and the other people I live with saying like hey is it okay that whilst like church is on we all kind of treat it as if we're there um and I think having those conversations is really key um and just treating it as if just imagine that you are sitting in actual church and there's loads of people around you um, and do the things that you do in that situation Um, and I think that's really helped me to just have some guidelines yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. wow (laughs) that's some pretty big stuff so you're living in a house where there's uh not everybody's a christian so I imagine that when it comes to church on a Sunday morning, you're you you having to make a big step, and there'll be some young people that are listening now where they're they they have members of their family that aren't Christians. Maybe they may even be the only Christian in their family, so they can probably relate um, to the fact that it can be awkward worshiping at home because uh, it's the idea of singing. Uh, God can be quite an, singing to God can be quite an alien thing. Um, So I I think that's some really good advice that you're giving there. Yanni, I'd I'd love to hear your uh, perspective on uh, how to get rid of distractions when you're worshipping at home.
1: Um, I think the key is to put away your phone because when it buzzes, like (laughs) I don't personally put away my phone just because sometimes I share it and sometimes I start watch parties that I have to like be in charge of that. So, but I usually just put it on, like do not disturb mode. So there's no like notifications coming in. I, I don't get distracted. And I've also started just taking my notebook and pen, getting it ready and putting it on the sofa just as I, as I go downstairs and get ready for like church to start. And I feel like that's really helped me because I'm, um, I, I always tend to drift off when people are speaking and that's like a bad habit of mine. So with the notebook, I'm actually writing down what people are saying that makes me stay focused all the time. So that's really helped me. And an interesting thing is that i usually look outside the window as well so i'm trying not to do that because i'm quite I, I like birds so i always want to observe what they're doing and usually they're in the garden like eating some worms in the soil and I just I just tend to get distracted by that so I start just not looking out of the window and the notebook thing helps as well because if you're writing you can't really look outside so that's kind of like my way to do it and also maybe kind of like what Bethan said getting people to like be like imagine this is like real church because it is real church although it's in our living rooms or wherever you watch church but it's important to, like, not really talk a lot <laughs> during church, just like what we do at normal church, that we stay quiet and we enjoy the service and we stay engaged. So that's my thought on that.
0: Yeah, you mentioned your phone um, and it's, it, there has never been an easier time to invite our friends to church um and we need to get this right balance right because having our phones or devices there uh, and choosing to share the streams uh choosing to share your church stream to facebook if you've got a facebook account or put a link in your bio on instagram um is a really good way to invite your friends to church once you've done that doing what yanni said Putting it on Do Not Disturb, or turning it upside down and putting it on this, uh, putting it on a chair in the other on the other side of the room to make sure that you're not being distracted. Um, and we haven't got loads of time left, but Rebecca, have you got any uh, thoughts that you'd like to add to that?
3: Yeah, um, so with distractions, I actually live with my family and they're all Christian, so we actually sit down and watch the service together. Um, I absolutely love worshiping. If anyone has seen me, I'm very active. I do jump around a bit. My hands go everywhere. Ask me to do that at home that's another story. I don't know if I would do that at home. My mum is probably, I call her my biggest critic. She probably isn't, but I always feel more self-conscious when my family's around. Um, But on a Sunday, I actually run the live chat and a bit of social media. So I don't always get to fully engage as much as I would want to. But one thing I would say is even though I sit down on the sofa and I've got the chat running, I will still sing along to the songs. I will still think about what does that mean? What do the words of this song mean? I think sometimes we sing songs and don't actually think about what we're singing. Um, So even if it's just five seconds, what does that one line in that one song mean? Just think about that. Think about the meaning of the song. Why has the worship leader chosen to sing that song this morning? Is it relevant to what I'm going through at the minute? Um, But one thing I will say, which I have to do anyways um, is When you are listening to a sermon, I know sometimes we find it a little bit hard to sit down for half an hour or however long and actually actively listen. One thing I've challenged myself to do, because I have to do it for social media, but one thing I'll challenge you to do is try and find the quote of the sermon. And that is one line that sticks out to you, one line that means something to you personally, and write that down for the sermon. And that is at least one thing that you've actively listened for, and one thing that you can then apply to your week and take as um a note for your week and just apply that in your daily life um and that's one thing you would have picked up from the service even if you had a distraction previously
0: yeah try and find the bottom line in the in in like the, the tweetable in the sermon um try and find something that you think is is good enough for you to put on your insta story we have a we do cruise um and over this past um Season of doing cruise, we've always had a bottom line. um So, say, if you don't know what to do, choose peace over payback and stuff like that. Or if you don't know what to do, choose the the next uh, choose um uh, the next right thing. um so I, so, I love that. And because unfortunately, we are I'm going to have to wrap this up. I want to ask to all those people for all those people who are listening, uh for and for you guys who are on this uh, call right now. If there was one worship album that a young person had to download from Spotify, from Apple Music and put it into their playlist for the next time they go for a walk or they choose to just uh, blast a stereo in their room, what album would you recommend? And first, I'm going to go to Yanni.
1: Okay so I really struggle to decide on this one because there's so many albums that are good but one of my personal favourite is People. <laughs> so it's the People live album from Hillsong and it's just full of really good songs and the lyrics in there are really poetic so sometimes I have to like sit down and I quite like Write, let, writing lettering and stuff so i write down the lyrics and just like think about it because when when you're singing it's kind of like hard to imagine the lyrics or maybe imagine the meaning of it and really but writing it down for me i'm able to like ponder about how these lyrics are
0: yeah oh i love that album you got bangers on there good grace as you find me another in the fire um, and what's well, we'll the other one? Whole Hearts, uh, Highlands. Are. If I don't stop talking about it, I'm going to start playing it before we're finished. Um, so I'll move on. Rebecca?
3: Um, for me, so, uh, oh, can I say two, please? <laughs> um, for me, Elevation in the last few years have been absolutely excellent. So if you haven't heard their new album, please do. Um, I have completely forgotten what it's called, which is so bad. Dan will probably know.
0: Uh um is it is it the blessing? Oh the Graves into Gardens. It's called
3: Graves into Gardens, thank you. That's the one. So please check that out. But for me um the elevation album that actually blessed me the most is Acoustic Sessions from 2017. Um so it's all acoustic covers of um their popular worship songs and the harmonies on there are absolutely beautiful. It's lovely if you want to listen to on a nice calm walk um or just in the evening before you go to bed. Um it really blessed me as part of my devotional time.
0: So far, we've had people by Hillsong United. We've had Graves into Gardens, uh, Elevation, and also the two thousand and seventeen acoustic sessions of Elevation and Betham. What about you?
2: Well, I'm going to take you potentially slightly left field. Um, if any of the young people want to want to explore some some different genres, I I guess it's kind of the same. Um, but Maverick City, Volume Three. Wow. Volume three, part one. I don't know. It's but definitely Maverick City. Volume three is my absolute favorite thing right now. Um, and they do a lot of like spontaneous worship. There's like some gospel vibes going on. It's just an incredible album, full of joy, um, and it's just awesome. It's honestly blessed me so much during this season, and it's just really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. That is quite left field. That's such a. Um, there's the album that I want to recommend is by a band called Local Sound, uh, and they have done basically um, an album full of like different takes on classic worship songs. And the album I'm trying to remember it. Um, if I don't remember the name of the album, just look up the band Local Sound. Because ah okay, so it's local sound and it's just called Sunday School, and they t- they've taken like classic tunes and they've made they've t- and they've made them gospel or they've uh, made them into a bit more poppy songs. And so yeah, absolutely, there's some proper vibes on that album. Um, guys, I want to thank you for joining us, uh, Yanni, Rebecca, and Bethan. Um, I want to tell you that I think you are incredible worship leaders and. Uh, for all the young people who are listening i want to encourage you in this season keep on choosing to make a conscious decision to turn your uh, phones on do not disturb when it comes to worship to keep on choosing to make a con um uh, to make a decision when it comes to worship that you are gonna adjust your posture you are going to enter in um yeah thank you for listening and we'll see you next time